Welcome to Assistant Coaching. We are the assistant coaches, Eric the Bookie Ellis, Storm Diesel Dodd, and Scott Even Money Betts. First things first, let's just get right into the hottest topic lately, and that is Tom Brady. I think Brady's an egomaniac who... <laughs> <laughs> whoa, 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 hey, hey. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Keep going. He, you know, like, why not just finish out your career with the Patriots? And you're 43 or whatever it is. And uh, I just, I just think like, you know, you've won six titles there, and you're gonna go to some deadbeat franchise down in, you know, Tampa Bay, and uh, I play with an offensive line that's been atrocious and a defense that's been atrocious and. I mean, they're going to be a seven to nine football team, and uh, not do anything. So instead of just riding out, riding off into the sunset, he decided to to go waste the last couple of years of his career. Yeah, I, I don't know what he's trying to prove going down to Tampa Bay. He uh, he had it all wrapped up in a nice little bow, and he said right off into the sunset. That's exactly what he could have done. Right. I was reading something like in 2017, he was like already had this process of leaving and going to Tampa Bay. Like he already had this planned out. I don't know if I buy that. Yeah, I I know people have said he's going there because Bruce Arians is there. But Bruce Arians. Quarterback Ari- whisperer. Bruce Arians is a speck. <laughs> he's a speck on the radar compared to Bill Belichick. And I think, I think that's a total load of. A horse pucky. <laughs> See, I think I think Brady. I think it's his, you know, his his uh, goal to prove that he can do it without Belichick. That he doesn't need mm-hmm. old Billy to to guide him through it because the you know it's the age old um, question or the egg: is it Belichick or Brady? That's really the key behind the success in New England for all those years. <clears throat> and I think that um, Brady wants to prove that it's him, and I don't think he will. Yeah, I think that um, – I think that it's <laughs> – The Pats are going to bring in Jameis Winston. Uh, yes. And watch him roll. Is that what they're doing? I, I don't know, but they need a QB. I think to Eric's point, it's the chicken. I think it's Bill Belichick. I think he's proven that. And I think it would be embarrassing for Tom Brady if a guy like Jameis Winston came in and had success because of Bill Belichick. I hope I hope that's exactly what happens. Like I hope I hope Jameis goes to New England and you know, all the all the problems that he's had, like his turnovers, twenty, thirty interceptions, whatever it was last year. I think I think Bill will if if that happens, I think there's a good chance that we see Jameis um you know win a playoff game in New England before we see Brady win one with Tampa. Um Storm, I you were doing some reading on Brady. How many years do you think he's got left? Uh I know that I looked at his contract. He signed a two year deal, I think sixty million. All, I think almost all guaranteed. Yeah, it's 100% they can't, guaranteed. They can't franchise tag him or trade him. 
<laughs> so he plans on paying playing past those two years as it looks, but I think I don't know. If he has a shit year, he's gonna retire maybe. You know, and I think I don't think he's got too many left. No. There's just there's no way that Tom Brady can claim all of that success in New England. Yeah, he's a he's a very intelligent, smart quarterback, but he's especially nowadays, he's one of the worst athletes in the league. <laughs> and, and without yeah. Bill without a guy like Bill Belichick, I I'd be surprised if he can get a team to, to ten and six. I mean, even his offensive coordinator, like Byron Leftwich. Is that, is that who it is, or joking around <laughs> in Tampa? Yeah, that's that's who it is. No, I mean the guy from the Patriots. Oh, like Bills, right? Daniels. Yeah. Okay. Like him and Brady were just two peas in a pod. I mean, oh, what I do know. they got going in Tampa? I I I get I I get that Brady wants to go to where he feels like he has more weapons and, and like he, he has Mike Evans, he has uh, Godwin, he has uh, OJ Howard. And, but like the dude can't throw the ball more than 20 yards and he's proven that like, yep. the, I mean, they're going to have to learn how to run short routes and, and, uh, you know, and it's, I, I don't know. I just think it's going to be, I think it's more of a publicity stunt than anything for the Buccaneers. They just want publicity and, uh, Mm-hmm. You know, Brady wants to continue to, you know, prove that TB12 works and that he can do it without Belichick. And, um, you know, Eric, you, you took the words out of my mouth. I was going to say it was a publicity stunt. Um, yeah. You know, maybe he's afraid of, of losing the spotlight as he gets into his 40s and he, you know, he wants to, he wants to make the news. Yeah, he drug all this out just for this signing day. Exactly. Did it, kind of, out there more. did it kind of remind you guys of when LeBron James announced that he was going to Miami? Oh yeah, it was a lot, <laughs> a lot more subtle than that. But yeah, at least he didn't post. What was the like name of that? He had like a know. whole, he had like a whole, uh, like program on ESPN for that. It was like the decision or something like that. The decision. Yeah. LeBron. Yeah. yeah. LeBron. Yeah. I'm taking oh, my talents to that. South Beach. <laughs> Yeah, he got creamed for that. Yeah. Well, that's exactly what Brady did. I mean, not as I guess, um, you know, you know, forward about it. But there was a media media circus, and and that's you know, I think he, I think he loves the attention. I think that you know, that's that's just who he is, and that's who he's always been. But I don't know. I I thought he should have retired after he won after he beat the Rams last year, and or you know the last Super Bowl, um, and uh, I, I thought he played terrible in that game, and he still came back. So no, It reminds think, me of Brett Favre. Yeah, just, yeah, with the Jets and the Vikings. Yeah, he didn't, you know, he didn't date any strippers that we know of, but, <laughs> but, he's, but he's ruining his career. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you guys feel like Tampa Bay's ceiling is next year? Like how – how far do you think they can go with Brady under center? Oh, they say he's going to try to go out and prove that he's the reason the Pats won six championships. But I don't think that's going to be the issue. I don't. I think they barely squeak the playoffs. I think they barely get in. Maybe. Yeah. I, I like that, too. I think if Brady was 35 years old, 
people would be looking at this differently, but he's older than an old quarterback. You're not going to, it's going to take a couple of seasons to build a team. And by then he's, he's out, he's done. Right. Exactly. I mean, they've wasted a lot of their cap space on him. Mm-hmm. So how are they, they going to no build a defense game. and an offensive line around him when he's taking up most of the, most of the cap? Okay. So let's talk about something a little closer to home. We are <laughs> being the diehard Lions fans that we are, um, you know, more trouble in the media, more trouble in the Detroit free press. Eric, I'm going to let you deliver the latest horror story out of Detroit. Uh, go ahead. <laughs> Well, the latest one, latest in a long line of many, um, Darius Slay coming out and saying that Matt Patricia embarrassed him not once, but twice, um, first in front of the entire team by, you know, calling him out, saying to stop. Um, I forget the exact verbiage he used, but basically stop sucking a man's private is what he said. And, uh, um, and then the next time he said, you know, Slay was uh, working out in the offseason with Sherman and Richard Sherman and Aqib Tlaib and, and some of the more um, elite corners in the NFL. And Patricia said, why don't you stop doing that? You're not on the on the same level as those guys. And I just think that's it's just a, a testament to what every every did everything we've heard about Matt Patricia. I mean, he's just a buffoon. He has no idea what he's doing. Um, and, and every, every guy that leaves Detroit seems to come out and say, yeah, I, I hated playing for him. I hated playing for a guy who thinks that he's, um, Bill Belichick when he's not. And, you know, if Belichick were to say those things, he'd, he'd have something to back it up with. You know, he, he's the best coach in, in, you know, probably pro sports history and Matt Patricia, Matt Patricia's a nobody. I mean, he's, he's not one a, a thing and, uh, but yeah, he he tries to act like Belichick, and I think the latest um, just proves that more. Storm, do you do you think that some of this is Darius Slay just wanting out of Detroit, being one of the one of the best corners in the game, and maybe he's just throwing it all on Patricia, or do you think you know he he actually is fed up, he's pissed off at Patricia, and he wants out? I think he wants out, but he just. He did a lot of talking over this last season. Like, oh, I held my guy down. I did this. But, I mean, it never showed. <laughs> like, I mean, you know, yeah, you uh, held your guy down, but, sh- geez. Unfortunately. Still lost every game. I think he's getting into that category of a diva. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, man, Patricia's a buffoon. And, uh, you know, I, I believe that Slay – is going to wind up having problems wherever he goes. I hope not. I like the guy. He's a hell of a corner. But I think that's a possibility that he starts having, you know, Josh Norman, you mm-hmm. know, troubles like that down the road. Yeah, because he, t- he talked a lot. Where did he? Where was he at before he got traded? Josh Norman? Carolina. Yeah. Eric, what do you got for us? Uh, he was Carolina. The, well, he's with the Panthers to start out, and that's where all the drama started with him and Odell Beckham. Um, and then, then he went to the uh, Redskins, and then just never heard from again. Pretty much. I mean, he didn't. Yeah. yeah now he's he. 
Washington released him, and now he signed with the Bills. Um, wow. So, I mean, he's washed, and I and I think that future is probably coming for Slay sooner rather than later, too. I I, I still think he's very good. Um, you know, you know, if he if he just said, I don't, you know, I've had enough of Detroit. I'm asking for a trade. Thank you for everything. I would like that a lot more, but because he he threw his coach into it, um, you know, I'm not crazy about that. I think he's heading down a bad path. Yeah, I'm I know Calvin's you. got issues with the Lions still. Calvin Johnson. Yeah. Oh yeah. They owe him like a million dollars, and he's talking all the crap about him. So you never seem to leave on good terms with players. No, even yeah, even really. Barry. I mean, They're even really. Barry retired yeah. early, and um. <laughs> going way back but i mean it's just kind of they're really just a a bad business yeah it's it's more than just football it's a bad bad house to be in exactly yep and you know when when slay goes to philly this this is eric the bookie alice shooting from the hip go ahead (laughs) when when slay goes to philly he's not gonna be able you know he's not gonna be able to get away with what he got away with um, in Detroit with Doug Peterson and with those guys. I mean, that's a, that's a, that's a franchise that, you know, they, they know what they're doing and they don't, you know, they, they don't, they're a, um, you know, culture, whereas Detroit, they just, they have no idea. And they just, they just let players run their mouth and, and, uh, eventually it just kind of disintegrates. And that's, I think that's what happened with Slay. So I, I think he'll, I think he'll be a solid player for them for, a year or two, and then I think he'll start to decline. Um, but I guess we'll see how it goes. How do you guys feel about Stafford? I am a big Matt Stafford fan. <clears throat> I have always thought that if for some reason he wanted out of Detroit, there would be a long line of teams looking to pick him up. Mm-hmm. I think he's a crazy talented guy. And, um, you know, we just talked about the – the total wreck that the Detroit Lions are, and I think he's been part of that and kept his mouth shut about it, um, whether it's for fear of going to a worse team or for fear of losing a big contract. But I'm a, I'm a big Stafford fan. I've always liked him. He had a few good seasons with Calvin, and uh, mm-hmm. he's been grinding it ever since. I think Eric might disagree with me, though. You know, I I um I have nothing against Matt Stafford. I, like I think he's he's been solid for the Lions, but we look at it's been what eleven years. He was drafted in '09, um, and we have won exactly zero playoff games with Matt Stafford. And I think I know I know the same old excuses. You know, the O line was bad, the defense was bad. He didn't have enough weapons. I've heard it a thousand times. But like eventually, you have to say, what's the constant here? And it's Stafford. I mean, he's he's been here for for eleven seasons. We haven't won anything. And I think eventually, you just got to move on. Like, yeah, I think I think I absolutely agree, Scott, that he would have. Um, you know, a bunch of teams lining up for him. I, I'm sure Dallas would love to pay him less than Dak, uh, you know, a much better quarterback than Dak. And and I think with Dallas's offensive line and with Zeke and with, with that defense, I think he could contend for a Super Bowl. And, uh, 
but but I don't think it's ever going to happen here. And I think I think we need more of a guy who who can um, who's more of a leader, who's more of a a guy that doesn't take the lion's shit, um, and you know is just you know would go to ownership if he didn't if he didn't feel like something was right, he would, he would voice his opinion where I feel like Stafford is just kind of like a, just one of the guys just trying to get along with everybody, that type of thing. So, um, I don't know. I think, I think, um, the lions are an overly loyal organization that is going to stick with them. Um, and they've, and they've proven that, you know, Bob Quinn coming out this off season saying there's no way we're trading Stafford and all that completely destroying the value of the third overall pick, but um, that's another discussion. Uh, Storm, you br- Storm, you brought up Stafford, and he has some good years left in him. Who would you like to see the Lions pick up out of college uh, to work under Stafford for a few years? I'd, uh, I'd like Tua. Amen. Like Tua to sit that's underneath him. That'd be a good pickup because I think you know this year, like Stafford doesn't go down, we might win more than three games, but <laughs> <laughs> maybe who knows? But uh, yeah, I'd like Tua to sit under him and learn from a vet because I think Tua is going to be a good professional. Yeah, I, I'm a, I'm afraid that the same thing could happen that he could, you know, come into a weak, crumbling organization in Detroit, but. It, we we do have to move on. We have to try something else. My worst fear is that Tua goes to the Dolphins or the Chargers or whoever behind the lines and uh, wins a Super Bowl um, within the next you know three four years, um, and and we could have had him, you know that type of thing. So that's why that's why I'm kind of just ready to move on, but. But, I so, mean, uh, they say he could go to the Redskins and uh, we get Chase Young. I'd like to see that. Oh, I'd be thrilled with that. I'd like, <laughs> I'd like to see that too. Mm-hmm. But I can still see the Lions screwing that up somehow. You know, take Okuda instead of Young at three, even though he's sitting there staring you in the face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that's the thing is it's broken from the, from the top to the bottom. Yep. Yeah, it starts with ownership. On down. So let's get outside of the NFL for a minute. All kinds of chaos going on around us. <laughs> and, uh, you know, the world of sports is no different. Uh, unfortunately, we'd normally be in the midst of March Madness right now. Mm-hmm. The Masters would be around the corner, and we're just dealing with nothing right now. I'm watching reruns of Friends on TV. <laughs> But uh, what what are you guys doing? What have you heard of other people doing uh, to fill their time uh, when it would normally be all about basketball? Well, I've dedicated my time to starting a podcast with two buddies <laughs> of mine. Good answer. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Um, I bought a new computer just to do this. Oh, wow. It's wow. dedication. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Eric, Eric, this guy's dedicated. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I still, this is really the first day where I've had like um, full on quarantine because I've still been going into the office. Scott, how about you? Have you yeah. been, have you been still going in or been there every oh, day? Wow. Okay. So I'm just planning on reading. Um, 
you know, get more involved in, in just um, books. And I've, I always find sports stuff online to read and, and uh, to watch. And, and uh, <laughs> other than that, I mean, there's always some good uh, Netflix shows and movies that uh, I can catch up on. So we'll have to have a Netflix segment next episode. Uh- I, uh, I've, I've been I've been getting into uh, rugby and uh, there you go and, uh, women's badminton. There you go. That sounds like a choice, right there. I'm telling you, if March Madness was on, I don't know if I'd be watching. I was looking at uh, Japanese sumo sports news. Oh, good. Yeah. I can't I can't pronounce the name, so I couldn't come up with nothing. So. But there's a big <laughs> tournament going down right now in Japan. Okay. You guys got any recommendations for uh, TV shows, movies, uh, books, anything like that? Keeping keep people busy. Well, I tell you what, we just got in. We're about to polish off Better Call Saul. Fantastic show. And we, uh, so we're kind of lining up the next. Uh, we're looking at obviously the new season of Ozarks coming out, and after that, I'm eyeing up the Americans on Amazon Prime. Nice, Scott. How did you How did you like Better Call Saul? I know you said it was slow, but did you? We're uh, we just we just started season four, okay. uh, and we're into it. We're in. Glad. It. We're digging it. It's uh, super slow. You know, it's a slow burn. Almost boring almost boring at times but it's i don't know how to describe it it's like reading a good book Mm -hmm. it's just uh can't imagine writing something like that it's it's well done all of his little schemes along the way are just kind of like what keep you what keep you coming back yeah stormy you ever get into that uh i Try. I watched a lot of Breaking Bad, and I never finished that. I know my parents just finished it all. I oh, watched God. Breaking Bad, Better Call Saul, and the El Camino. Did they really? Yeah, they're like, "Oh, it was great," and I was like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> yeah, it's, it's worth a it's worth a look for sure, Storm. If you haven't finished Breaking Bad, well, you need to you need to polish that off. That's a that's an excellent. Well, show. I have this whole new setup, so I'm sure it'll be on. Yeah. I just watched the other day. I was on uh, on demand, and because of this shutdown, they released a lot of movies in theaters to on demand. Right. And I watched The Invisible Man with my girlfriend oh, last oh night. Oh my god! How was it? Oh, it was like watching a Michigan basketball game. What? <laughs> I was stressed out the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> you have no oh, idea how happy. I am that they canceled the NCAA because I did. I was Michigan stressed me out. Yeah, but yeah, that movie stressed me out. I I really want to check that out. I, yeah, that's a. I liked it a lot. Well, I tell you what, I just watched The Shining. There you go. Uh, this afternoon, classic. It, it you know that's about all I'd say about it. It's a classic. The. Mm-hmm. Scary movies, thrillers. Uh, today, just beat the piss out of uh, an older movie like that. <laughs> not, well, the, not to say I don't respect it, but you know, it just doesn't get your heart beating like 
something today would. What what uh, streaming service was that on, Scott? I've been wanting to touch it. It was on Amazon oh, okay. Prime, and I had to. Well, my wife had to pay three dollars for it, but <laughs> you know she loves me that wow. much. What a sacrifice! What a sacrifice! They did just come out with Doctor Sleep, which is the sequel. The the sequel to that movie. Okay, the I want Shining. to check that out. It's about, it's about the kid when he's older. Danny. Okay. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's actually that was right next to The Shining on Amazon Prime. I didn't think anything. Wow. Like what a <laughs> coincidence. And there's also also a movie called The Dining. And instead of <laughs> instead of Jack Nicholson sticking his head through the door, it's a hot dog. <laughs> Is it hosted by Guy Prieri or something like that? <laughs> oh, dude, I thought, man, I'd have to be awfully bored to click on that. The dining. That's gonna be there's there's, a, there's about a lifetime worth of stuff I do before I watch that movie. <laughs> That's gonna be in like week three of uh, week three of quarantine. You're gonna be watching the dining, the dining, seeing the rest. <laughs> Eric, uh, what's your style of reading? I know you're a big book fan. Oh yeah, okay. I mean, uh, we're both right now. I'm reading. Um, you guys see the Irishman on Netflix? The movie? I've never watched it. Um, well, I'm reading the book that that movie is based off of. It's really good. It's about. Um, the mafia back in the seventies. Um, and that's, I kind of, I'm all over the place with, when it comes to books. I mean, I like, you know, anything obviously dealing with sports or, um, like mysteries, thrillers, those types of things, scary books. I love Stephen King. Um, trying to think of some of the, the ones I've recently read. Um, I tried to, I tried to do the whole it of the, you know, read the whole book it, but uh, it's like fifteen hundred pages or something like that. It's an undertaking. I think Steve. I think Stephen King's a hell of a, a hell of a writer. Obviously. Oh, yes. I don't need to say that. But he, uh, you know, I think sometimes he rides on his reputation. Like, uh, you know, in a book like that, it's it's famous. It's got a big name, but it's not necessarily won't grip you to the edge of your seat. But here I was today watching a Stephen King movie. I'm a big mm-hmm. fan. I always thought I was a really bad, <laughs> a really bad, <laughs> a really bad reader. <laughs> I always just think I'm a slow reader. Why is that? It's just I don't know what it is. I just feel like I reread pages because I feel like I'm. I'm something. the same way. I got to catch it all. If I'm gonna flip that page, Dude, it'll take. It'll, Take me forever to read a book, so I don't do it much. <laughs> Did you want to talk about the CBA? Yeah, let's touch on the CBA. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, Storm, why don't you lead us off? Could you hit us with some of the new rules for the CBA? And I believe it passed. It yep, yeah. Right? Yeah. So, uh, new CBA, there will be, what, two more playoff teams? Uh, 17 game season. Uh, players will not be tested for marijuana. That's about all I read. Mm-hmm. And I, I wanted to point out right away. I remember a couple of years ago, the players were very against the 17 game season. Yep. Uh, they they said by the end of a 16 game season, uh, they're hurting like hell. It's hard to get out of bed. It's 
been four months of traveling, and a lot of them still have the playoffs to uh, take on. So I, I believe, I truly believe they threw that marijuana THC option in there to get players to sign off on that deal. Oh, absolutely. And do you, uh, it barely passed yeah. too. It was a, it was a really slim margin that it passed by. So there's a lot of, you know, bickering over it, but I'm just not a fan. I don't like the whole extra. Are they doing a two bye weeks? There's, two or it's no? only one team gets a bye now in the playoffs. The, the first overall seed. I mean, during oh, regular season, is it? A two? I, I didn't read that, but okay. I maybe they are because it's a longer year. But that would that would kind of mess things up. Mm-hmm. All I can think about is poor Josh Gordon. Yeah, I know. A little too late. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like in and out of the league, questioning his football career because of all of it, and then oh, we're not going to test <laughs> anymore. Yeah, just imagine all the players that yeah. didn't. Okay smoke pot because they were in the NFL and now there's really no restrictions. Yeah. I'd like to do some more reading on it before I really dig into it because I'm sure there's a lot of interesting stuff there. I just don't know enough about it at this point. I think, I think another, a good topic for the future would be Michigan fans that, that aren't, that have no connection to Michigan. The Walmart Wolverines. <laughs> I, not just that, but those Michigan fans yeah. that are way over the top yep. and uh, are obnoxious. And because like Storm, you and I, we both like Michigan, but we can admit when you know when somebody sucks or when we have no prayer, no oh, chance. Yeah. You know, oh yeah, and. You are about the only two Michigan fans that I would sit down and watch a Michigan game with. The other ones, you oh, can't I know, be in the it's, same room. It's tough. And they—they're the ones who give Michigan fans a bad name. I think that's common across states. I think mm-hmm. rivalries get blown way out like that. People latch onto teams, and I just like some people just are like, "Oh yeah, we." It's like you know, this year we beat State, but it was just like, cares, yeah, man. but I mean. <laughs> We both right, we both exactly. suck. I don't. We're not. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Storm, storm ain't getting pumped about it. No, I was like, okay. Yeah, and then we, you know, the next week we got creamed. You know, fifty-six to twenty-nine against yeah. OSU. So, like, what's it actually matter? Yeah. So that that's a good question for our fans out there. Mm-hmm. Who is who is your team? Who is a rivalry team? Who not only you can't stand, yeah. but you can't stand their fans. Hit us up on our Twitter. <laughs> Who is page. the most annoying fan base <laughs> in America? Put it in the comments on Anchor. Put it in the comments on Anchor. Who's the most annoying fan base? Also, who's a famous actor whose face you can't <laughs> stand? <laughs> Weren't we just having this discussion last week, Scott? And also check out the dining. <laughs> yes. Check out the dining. It's two to the right of the shining. The only way I can find it. Unrelated sequels, food sequel, fecal. And also give us five stars. Review, subscribe. Yeah. Give us five stars. Get us out there. Twitter page. 
Eric trails in the sand, Alice. <laughs> Eric, uh, no booze cruising in that Jeep. <laughs> it's too she's, pretty. He's a beauty. All right. All right. We'll catch you guys later. Yeah.